is Holistic Harmony Hobby, your Holistic Peak Performance Coach. It's a great day to be grateful. And welcome back to episode two of the World's Healthiest Podcast. And to give you guys a little bit of context, this season I'm going to be diving into the basics of being a human. We're going to be talking about breath, water, food, emotions, relationships, money, death, a whole bunch of things. So I figured, why not start with breathing? So a lot of people think when it comes to health, it's just diet and exercise. And here's the thing, even if you work out one hour every single day, that still only accounts for 4% of your day. And let's say you're pretty diligent about your eating and you eat three square meals a day, that's still maybe around 12% of your day. But how often are you breathing? You're actually breathing 100% of the time. And a lot of people don't know that. Your breathing and your level of oxygen in your body has a direct effect on the thoughts that you think, whether you're going down a negative thought loop or a spiral, or you're having very empowering thoughts. If you notice, your breath will be deeper when you feel empowered, when you feel excited, than when you feel limited or scared or disempowered. So breathing is a very, very important, often neglected thing that not many people are talking about. And that's why I figured after telling my story, I thought it would be a great idea to start on the power of the breath. So one thing that I found out when I went through my rekindling of my relationship with the breath, I started to realize the importance of belly breathing. And it wasn't really until I learned that babies fully belly breathe that it really sunk in. So if you watch any baby, any newborn, let's say before the age of one, you'll notice that they breathe with their bellies. Their bellies are hanging very loose. And that's how we all start off. We all start off breathing from this very abundant place. And over time, through different experiences, through different trauma, whether with a capital T or lowercase t, right? We start to breathe a little bit more shallow. We start to breathe from our chest and not from the fullness of our being, not from the fullness of our body and our belly. So there's a huge importance with belly breathing. And I really want to touch on this because it's not spoken enough. And the thing about belly breathing is when you breathe from this area and you create some space, it actually creates a little bit of space for your diaphragm to expand a little bit more. And now that your diaphragm can expand more, it ends up causing a chain reaction in which your lungs have more space to breathe. So the lungs are the primary respiratory organ. Breath detoxes around 70% of what we take in. So it's not even our digestive tract that really is constantly detoxing. It's the every day, every moment breath that's really doing that. So if you notice in moments where you might be anxious or afraid, you are probably breathing from your chest. You're probably breathing very shallow and something really magical happens when you start to breathe from the belly, when you start to have this fullness of breath. So whenever you find yourself in those moments where you're challenged, I really urge you to stop, pause, allow your belly to really hang loose and take a nice deep breath into the belly. And then gently let it go. And there's also what's really interesting that I've come to realize is that there's a stigma around the midsection, around the belly, and it makes perfect sense when you understand what chakra is located there and what that has an effect on our being. 
And what I mean by that is there is this stigma around the belly where people feel bad about having rolls on their stomach or guys have to have six pack washboard abs and many women in society don't want their stomachs to show. There's a lot of insecurity on a collective level around the belly. And when you understand that the solar plexus is the center of power within our body and when i was growing up i did some martial arts and they told us that you know the solar plexus the middle of the stomach is where you really get all of your power from so when we were practicing punches they'd make us go like yeah and really strengthen this core and and push it out and it's 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 very interesting that we have that stigma around it so i want to really rewrite and reform that stigma and allow people to understand that it's actually okay to allow your belly to hang loose and what happens when you let your belly loose it puts a lot a lot less pressure on the vagus nerve which is the largest nerve in the body it's one of the first to develop in human development and so that's why it's so so important to really breathe from the belly from this open abundant place and that really brings me into the next topic that I want to talk about as it relates to the breath, and that's mouth versus nasal breathing. Now, this is a whole different topic. I could honestly have an entire episode about nasal breathing and mouth breathing, which I might do at a later season, but I really want to nail the basics here. So there's something really interesting. There's a difference between nasal breathing and mouth breathing. And when we breathe through our mouths, we actually end up losing a lot more moisture. And this is actually really evident. If you take a mirror and you breathe on it with your nose versus your mouth, you'll notice that there's a lot more moisture that comes out through your mouth. So naturally, it's easier to get dehydrated when we're breathing through our mouths, which is why a lot of people that have sleep apnea or snore and they breathe with their mouth, they wake up dehydrated. Vast majority of Americans are dehydrated and wake up dehydrated. And a big part of that is because they're not nasal breathing. So nasal breathing is super important because what it does, there's more capillaries in the nasal cavities. So when you're breathing in through the nose, you're actually producing more nitric oxide in the body. And what nitric oxide is, is essentially a compound that allows oxygen to bind to the red blood cells. And oxygen is really the life force that we have. You know, you can survive X amount of days without food. You can survive a lot of, you know, uh, less time without water, but you can't really survive more than two or three minutes without oxygen. So when we nasal breathe one, we lower the amount of dehydration that occurs and two we increase the amount of nitric oxide and there's a ton of studies how nitric oxide is really great for building muscle it's really great for supporting your immune system i mean there's a ton of benefits and what's really interesting as well is when you mouth breathe or people that are chronic mouth breathers there shows a difference in their physiology and their anatomy and the structure of their face with their jaw protruding a little bit forward, sometimes with an underbite. And that can significantly change your physical appearance, which is pretty crazy to think about. So nasal breathing is a must. You know, I couldn't talk about the breath without really bringing in the importance of nasal breathing. And if you really want to challenge yourself during a workout, this is really going to blow your mind try and breathe purely through your nose, whether you're doing running, whether you're boxing, whatever it is that's really raising your heart rate, try breathing only through your nose, especially when it gets super tough. 
And what you'll notice is it's extremely difficult. And if that's the case, then you want to scale back and actually work your way up to where you can breathe completely through your nose. So it probably means that you're moving too fast if you can't regulate your breath and your heart rate through your nose. And that brings up another point. Our heart rate has a direct effect on a lot of different processes physiologically in the body. And while we can't necessarily control or manipulate our heart rate, maybe some Buddhist monks up in Tibet, they could probably do so or, you know, train Navy SEALs or something like that. But it all boils down to the power of the breath because we can't affect our heart rate, but we can affect our breath. We can affect the rate in which we're breathing. So when you slow down your breathing, your body can relax and go into parasympathetic mode where it starts to rest and digest. And if you're breathing fast, it's very hard for your body to do that. So lowering your heart rate can actually have a ton of benefits on just your day-to-day life, getting out of that fight or flight mode. But the number one way to do that is by slowing down the breath. And honestly, I've had some incredible, incredible transformative experiences using breath work using breath work it's it's been tremendous i've had psilocybin experiences and psilocybin is a plant medicine uh, also known as magic mushrooms and when you pair holotropic breath work or just deep diaphragmatic breathing with that plant medicine i mean some of the most transformative experiences i've ever had have been uh, from that or just breath alone and i know when the time comes i'll definitely open up about it on here but The breath is extremely powerful. There's a lot of breath workers that are helping people process a tremendous amount of trauma because here's the thing, our bodies actually store all of the trauma. There's a brilliant, brilliant book called The Body Keeps the Score because the thing is you can understand something intellectually and you could tell yourself that you're not stressed, but your body always keeps the score and your body will show you the ways in which you actually are stressed, no matter how much you try and intellectualize it and tell yourself that you're not. So there's a lot of people. One of my favorite guys is Devon, Devon Graham, also known as the Black Airbender. He's doing some amazing work with breath work and sound healing. I mean, some really transformative stuff. People are purging uh, things from their childhood that they didn't even know was really a problem. And they're, they're looking at life in a completely new and innovative way after having some really powerful experiences just from breathing, just from stripping away all of the things. Because one, one thing that's really interesting that I got reflected back from Devon, who is my breath coach, he was my breath coach at a point in my journey. And, you know, one thing that he said that stuck with me was that everything that we do is actually a distraction from the breath, aside from yoga meditation and breath work, which are the least distorted of all the other things. But the breath is the primary source of nourishment and it's often forgotten. So I wanted to speak a little bit about my journey with the breath because it wasn't something that I truly, truly started to acknowledge as a pivotal factor in my life and and, in my day to day happiness until I started rewriting my relationship and, 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 and started to recultivate a new found awareness with the breath. So I had started meditation in around 2018 consistently, and it wasn't until I went on a hike for a organization that I was working for at the time or working with as a volunteer. Uh, They were called Heroes in the Field. So we worked as superheroes, basically helping 
different kids that were in the system for whatever reason and helping them as mentors, helping them as behavioral assistants or even licensed therapists. I was helping as a behavioral assistant, as a mentor, because I had a background in psychology. So I was able to do that. And we went on a team building hike. And that's where I met another amazing, amazing soul who really activated a lot within me. His name was Hamilton Garces, amazing guy. And he introduced me to Wim Hof. And Wim Hof, if you don't know Wim Hof, highly suggest you check him out. Highly suggest you check out the Wim Hof method. I mean, this guy is changing the planet in a way that you wouldn't believe. So this guy holds over 20 world records, one of which is climbing Mount Everest in absolutely nothing but a hat, shorts, and shoes. He also previously held the world record for longest ice bath for over an hour and a half. And I mean, that's just scratching the surface. He's done so many more things. But what has really opened my eyes about how powerful this is, is noticing all these people around the world starting to heighten their awareness by first tapping into Wim Hof. And that's how I started my breath journey. It was from learning about this man learning about these incredible feats that he was able to accomplish. And when they asked him, you know, are you superhuman? Were you, you know, did you come down here from a meteor? Like, what the heck is going on? Like, how can you do this? And he said, it really is the power of the breath. Because with the breath, you can control your mind. And if you can control your mind, you can do anything. And that really resonated with me. It really blew my mind because I had been working on mindset for a long time, but I never made the connection with the breath. And it was so obvious. The deeper you breathe, the deeper your thoughts can be. So when I found about when I found out about that, it just completely blew me away. I was like, okay, let me start this practice. And I started doing the Wim Hof method pretty much every day. Quite honestly, pretty much every day. I did either three, six, or nine rounds. Each three rounds were 15 minutes. So each round was five minutes. So I would either be deep diaphragmatic breathing for 15, 30, 45, sometimes even an hour. And the clarity that I got during those sessions, the, the life that I felt, especially since I was also eating very electric at the time, drinking Kangen water, which is the best water on earth. I'll, I'll talk about that in a different episode, but was just feeling incredible. And that's where that, that really opened the door for me to start learning about other forms of breath work. And that's where I started to learn about pranayama, which is what the yogis refer to as breath control and, and, and how they have different practices for that. I mean, there's just so much and it opened up to me. Devon, who I mentioned earlier in this episode, is the pioneer of alchemy breath work. So he took uh, what he learned on his journey with the breath and paired it with a lot of the teachings that Nikola Tesla uh, taught about and created this amazing new way to breathe that just completely transformed my life. So three, six, nines, thunder breathing. I mean, these are just some of the ones that really stick out to me. And once again, you can follow him on Instagram at the black airbender. And man, it's just been an incredible journey. And since then, I've really felt the call to help other people with their breath. And I've led a ton of different breathwork uh, facilitations and events uh, with my men's group, Modern Renaissance Man, with just friends at my place, at my apartment back in Jersey City at the time, and, you know, even at a spa and, and guiding my mom through breath and, and, and just a bunch of people. And it just, it feels so good to watch 
people transform in real time just from breathing. I mean, I was so passionate about it. I even went to a homeless shelter nearby where I was living at the time in Jersey City. And I showed up maybe three, four times uh, over the over the, the span of maybe like two months or three months right before I came out here to Hawaii and I was helping a lot of the homeless. And it, it, I, man, I can't even tell you how much it touched my heart to see a lot of these people just processing those emotions and women crying and men crying and allowing them to feel safe within that and, and letting them be grateful and guiding them through meditations. I mean, it's it's such a powerful and understated experience. And it's so simple. It's so simple that we often overlook it. How simple can it be that just breathing can have such a profound effect on the human experience? And that's why I had to start with it. That's why I had to make this second episode about the breath. So that's been my journey with the breath. It's been incredible so far. I could say so much more, but I think the best thing to do is to really guide you guys through a quick breath experience. So this is a a breathing pattern that I've really fallen in love with. And if you're driving, I don't suggest you do the final part of the breath, which is a a retention, uh, because you're going to go somewhere. (laughs) It's not going to be here on earth. You're going to go somewhere. So if you really want to try this out, I recommend if you're driving, pull over to the side of the road. If you are in an uncomfortable position, get somewhere where you're comfortable. If you want to lay down, lay down. If you want to sit up, sit up. Whatever really works for you, but get in a place where you feel safe. And, and you can dive into this. So I'll give you guys a quick second to go ahead and do that. And really briefly, before we go into it, I'm gonna explain exactly what we're gonna do. So we're gonna breathe in from our belly, from our diaphragm, into the chest. And then lastly, you're gonna feel those shoulders start to shrug just slightly. And this is the ancient three-part breath. So Wim Hof has popularized it, but when they asked him, where did you learn this? I mean, he, he basically said that this has been around for millennia and ages and he's just, you know, he's just brought it to the forefront. He's just brought it into the zeitgeist, but it's been around for a long time. So this is the ancient three-part breath in which you're starting off by expanding the diaphragm, really breathing in from this place, filling your belly up first and then feeling your chest start to rise and then lastly your shoulders and then you're just letting go. So you're going to breathe in through the nose nice and deeply, almost as if you feel the air traveling into the middle of your belly, like right under your belly button and filling up there almost like a spiral, almost like a balloon filling up and then your chest, shoulders, and then we're just going to let go. So there's no effort on the exhale completely. It's just full effort on the inhale, no effort on the exhale, which is really interesting when you think about it because that would mean that if we put absolutely no effort in any of our exhales that means that 50% of our lives can be completely effortless and that really blew my mind when I thought about that but anyway jumping back into the breath work here we go allow your belly to hang loose we're gonna breathe 10 times like this and on the 10th time you're gonna breathe into the chest right on the last one you're gonna hold it at the top and then you're gonna softly and slowly expand your belly relaxing your shoulders bringing the breath down into the belly and you're gonna pinch your shoulder blades back so as I'm saying this I want you to 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 do it so that you can follow along when the time comes to actually do it so you're gonna expand your belly you're gonna pinch your shoulder blades back chest up tongue is going to be on the roof of the mouth and you're going to squeeze the pelvic floor so if you've ever peed which 
most of us do, right? <laughs> if you ever peed and you need to stop peeing and you squeeze that muscle, that's the muscle that we're gonna squeeze. So we're gonna squeeze that muscle and that's about it. Normally we would squeeze the other ones and bring it all the way to the head, but this is a very different, this is to unlock a huge amount of bliss. So I'm really excited for you to try this, but you're gonna squeeze the pelvic floor. You're gonna allow that channel up to your throat to be as clear as possible. So you're gonna squeeze your shoulder blades back, chest up, belly expanded, eyes locked towards the roof. Uh, sorry, your tongue is gonna be on the roof, locked to the roof of your mouth and your eyes are gonna be gazing up towards your third eye right in the center of the forehead. And you're gonna hold this for approximately 10 seconds and then I'm gonna let you know to breathe normally. So get yourself in a nice comfortable position and give you a quick second, beautiful. All right, go ahead and empty out your lungs. Breathing in. Then letting go. No effort, fully in. Letting go. Fully in. Letting go. Fully in. Letting go. Try and keep it only in the nose. Breathing in. Letting go. Halfway there, fully in. Letting go. Fully in. Letting go. Fully in. Letting go. Fully in, letting go, fully in, letting go, last one, fully in, into the belly, into the chest, keep rising, feel those shoulders start to shrug, and once you get to the top, hold it there for a moment, now expand the belly, drop the shoulders, pinch those shoulder blades back tongue on the roof of the mouth, squeeze the pelvic floor, eyes gazed up at your forehead and hold it there for five, four, three, two, one, and release. And just remain here for a moment. Notice any physical sensations that may be present. slowly bring your awareness back into your body and then by extension back into the environment floating your eyes open if they were closed or just paying attention to the small intricate details of your surroundings if they were already open beautiful great awesome well guys friends family thank you so much for tuning in i appreciate you listening uh there's going to be plenty more episodes coming out so i'm going to really start with the basics start with the fundamentals of the human experience and then we're going to start expanding to some really fun and crazy topics and start getting some guests in but we're going to keep it simple for now so thank you so much for your time for your energy and as always family let's get this growth peace <laughs>